Okotov, today's daf is daf nun aleph in Ksubis, as we learned from Hoshleim, for Yosef Israel ben Chaim Michal and Elozer ben Reuma. <laughs> Says the Gemara from the top of the page, the second line. We were just discussing the concept of uh, a woman uh, who is um, who's widowed or divorced. Uh, her Ksuba is Drabonan, uh, and the rabbis were talking on this. She get the money that he has to give her, but also we discussed the uh, the concept of Mizonos that her and her daughters get, all that's part of the Tanaik Suba, but the Tanaik Suba can only be fulfilled from uh, landed property, from real estate, from what we call Nechassim things which have a mortgage on them, not, not um, uh, movable. So the Gemara here discusses some exceptions to that. Here's an exception. There was an orphan and then uh, his sister, Came before the Asla Kamerava came before Rava. Their assets had been held by uh, by a uh, guardian. Uh Rava says, Hello Yasam Bishkil Yasama, give him enough for the girl also. In other words, the, the, the child, the son, is entitled to get the Yerusha. He gets everything, not just uh, real estate, but even movables. But he said, give him enough food and you know money uh, for the girl also. We say later on, Rabbi is going to say that the girls only get maintenance, sustenance, food, etc., food and clothing from Karka, not from Metalflin. And here you're giving it even from cash. Whether it's for food, whether it's for fulfillment of the Ksuba, uh, that means to say giving the wife her money that she is due from the husband or or for a dowry, whatever she's entitled to based on the Ksuba. Again, not a Doraisa. Doraisa only if their sons, the sons get and the daughters don't get. If there's only daughters, then the daughters get. But the, the Raisa, they get everything. Whatever the whatever assets the man owns, whether it's real estate or movables, get the son get the sons get everything, whatever it goes to Yerusha. But the, the, the based on tonight's sub, it's only based on Karka. So how can you give the girls here too? Amulahu. So he answered and Rabbi answered, Ilu Ratsa Shifalasham Shamila Yavinlan. I'm giving when I'm when I'm supplying for the daughter. Over here, even though you're saying I'm supplying it from cash, I'm only giving the daughter because she's serving the son. In other words, who's making breakfast for him? Who's taking care of him? It's the girls. If you wanted a shifka, wouldn't you give him that too? If you wanted somebody, after all, the, the, the sons are entitled to get everything based on Yerusha, except he's a child. So the guardian is taking care of the apotropist, is taking care of his money. But you give the kid whatever he needs. Here he needs, he needs his sister also to uh, help uh, serve him you know, clean the house or whatever she does in the house, uh, mend the garments, etc. Here you have two things. She serves him and she's also a sister. So therefore, uh, Rabbah uh, defended his case. Still we see, Rebbe held, no, that for uh, sustenance for a, a wife, that means part of the Tanaik Suba, or for the daughters, Rebbe says you paid even from cash. Whether it's a chasim shayachrais, meaning that's real estate, basically stuff that can be mortgaged, or nechasim shayachrais, that's what Rebbe says. Rebbe Lazar says no. Nechasim shayachrais, if it's real estate like mortgage property, motzin lebanos minabonim. You take from if it's land and property, you take for bonos minabonim, meaning the sons who get the inheritance still from the inheritance, you still have to allot money for uh, for food um, for the uh, wife and the uh, and the daughters for the daughters. From the, from the assets from the from the estate, if it's landed property. Let's say there's only daughters. Who gets the Yerusha then? If a man only leaves daughters, the, the daughters get it. So let's say the older daughters 
took possession of it, and there's young girls there who don't have it, so you take from them too. In other words, the girls should get equally, says Rashi. The Kazman goes, the main sham elebanos, and the older ones took it. You divide it equally. If a man left six daughters and he left six thousand dollars, his whole his whole estate was six thousand dollars, they each get a thousand dollars. If the older girls took took possession of it, you still take away from them. The same thing if it was all boys. If it was all boys, even the young boys get the same Yusha as the older boys. It doesn't go by if you're bar mitzvah, you get more money. If you're not bar mitzvah, you get less all the same. If the daughters, right? If the daughters, let's say they were young Lebanon, let's say, even though the Allah is that the sons get the Yerusha and the daughters only get sustenance, maintenance, etc., clothing and, and a dowry, that's only if there's enough of the assets to feed the girls plus give their boys their Yerusha. But if there's, it, it, like in this case, we're in a chasim merubim. There's enough in, in the estate for the sons to get the Yerusha and still enough to supply the, children, the girls. Let's say there's not a lot of money. Let's say the man left a very small estate. And uh, if the boys take the Yerusha, there won't be enough money to keep the girls maintained until until they are uh, bogros, bo until they get married or until they turn 12 and a half. Then the rabbi said, give it to the girls and let the boys go begging. That was part of that tonight also. Even though the boys men are entitled to the Yerusha, but that was what the rabbi said. That's all by Nechassim Meshubadim. If the man left over um, real estate, Nechassim Sheish Lemachrais, like real estate. Nechassim She'ein Lemachrais, but if it's movable, things that are not usually mortgaged, Motzin Lebanim Menabanim, or Lebanos Menabanos. For real, for, for Yerusha, yes, if there's only boys, whatever there is. Remember, Yerusha, all the assets are involved, whatever the man left. So if, they're, if the, there's older boys and younger boys, you make sure that it's equal. Same thing with bonus menabonus, girls from girls. Ula bonim menabonus. If the girls took possession, they were young boys. The boys get it because they are, they're entitled to the Yerusha. The girls aren't. Avalola bonus menabonum. But girls are not, in other words, if there's only cash, the girls don't get their estate, they don't get maintained from there. They only get maintained from real estate. That's from Shimon ben Elazar's opinion. And Afrika of the Kaimlon, Halakha Rebbe Mechavero, even though normally if it's a machlok between Rebbe and one other, we paskin like Rebbe. And here Rebbe says, even in terms of cash, even if the father left only cash, the girls still get. Here we don't paskin. Halakha Halakha of Shimon Elazar, the Amarav Rav himself said, Rav himself said that the Halakha is that for the Tanaik Suba, not for Yerusha, Tanaik Suba is only from Karka. Not from the whether it's for the Ksuba or for Mazona, the Ksuba itself, the $200, or Bain Mazona for, for sustenance, maintenance, for food, Bain Lepanasa, or for the dowry. And even though Rava, we said before, made the exception by Yasum and Yasoma, and, they, and he said to the Apatrupas, give him enough for the girl too, that was really because the girl was helping the boy. In other words, you know, it's like a man said that you say uh, the, the, the guardians have the, have the Yorish's money. He, a man died, left the five year old boy. And so the money's with the uh, guardian. Well, the boy inherits everything, right? The guardian has to help him and give him food. Let's say he needs also a cook. So, so he says, supply the cook too. That's part of what he, it's part of the Mazonis. Mazonis does, doesn't just mean pay the Makolot bill. It means that whatever the kid needs for food. So we've said that the Ksuba is a, is a tonight that the rabbi said that every man must have his, give his wife a Ksuba. There were locales that they didn't write the Ksuba physically because they were afraid that uh, there would be some hanky-panky, meaning 
if you would write the ksuba, who holds on to the ksuba? She does. So she can collect the ksuba later on upon death or divorce, right? So she would collect the ksuba from if the husband died or divorced, she would collect the ksuba. But then the issue comes up. So what happens with the ksuba when she collects it? She has to give it to the man to, or to the estate, to the kids to hold on to, make sure she doesn't collect again or rip it up, right? But you have to worry about it. So in many cases, there were, there were locales, they didn't actually write it. But the basic idea is whether it's written or not, it's as if it's there. So low cost of ksuba, if even if you didn't write a ksuba, mana Even if you didn't write it, the psula is entitled to minimum 200 and and ba'ula is entitled to, so when we say almana, we mean even a grusha, meaning a woman who's already been married, she's entitled to one. Even if you didn't write it, it's a tanai ksuba. Nei shehu tanai bezin. Tanai bezin, rabbi said, Let's say he says, okay, I'm gonna I'm going to mortgage you have this ksuba. And in the ksuba, I've said I'm gonna pay you the two hundred dollars if uh, upon death or divorce, and I am mortgaging it, I'm guaranteeing it with a field that's only worth a hundred dollars, not two hundred. That's not good. The low cost of a congressman, he didn't write to her all my assets, the Islay, all, all my assets, they are mortgaged to your ksuba. Now the Rashash others learned that it's Olo Kasava because if he writes only, a, uh, if he gives her a field that's worth 100 uh, instead of the 200, that's certainly no good, right? Kasava And as it can't just be uh, a field, any field, and Kasava Sarasheva Matatam says that's not good. And, and then he says, Velo Kasava Kalmachasim. Even if he wrote a field that's worth 200 for the 200, he still has to write Kasava. And as he has to do both. If he gives a if he if he mortgages it or guarantees it, let's say guarantees it with 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 something that's worth less than two hundred, that's not good. And even if he guaranteed it with something which is worth two hundred, but it's not good enough, he has to guarantee all of it. Now, as a man says, I'm going to give you two hundred dollars, and you know what? I have a field that's worth about two hundred, so that'll be your guarantee. No, that's not good enough. You have to guarantee with all your assets. Maybe you'll sell that field, or maybe it won't be around anymore, or something will happen to it. He has to. That's part of the taxumum. He has to write, all my assets are, are, are there to guarantee your That's one of the time bezin. Again, ksuba basically is drabonan. And even if you learn that it's a dal rice, it's based on a dal rice of 200, but all these tanam is certainly not written, uh, not part of what's written. The Torah doesn't, uh, doesn't write these things down. It's not written in the Torah that he has to guarantee with all his assets that the rabbi said. Another condition of the ksuba is locus of like, one of the conditions of the Ksuba is we said that he has to, if she's taken into captivity, he guarantees that he'll redeem her, whatever the cost. So Lokas, let's say he didn't write in the Ksuba, if you're taken into captivity by the Goyim Afrikanich, I will redeem you, I will return you to my wife, to be my wife. It's considered anyway as if it's written in there because it's a Tanai Besan. Or let's say, Kahanas Kahanas means if he's a Kohen. If he's a Kohen and she's taken into captivity and violated, what's the Halacha? can't take her back, right? So in that case of a Kahanas, so does he still have to redeem her? He can't say, I'm gonna take you back. I will return you to your country, meaning I'll return you to your family. He can't take her back anymore, but he has to still redeem her. All these things are absolute requirements that he has, that he must do. Okay, Nishbis, let's say she was taken into captivity, he has to be quoted no matter what. Let's say he says, here's her get, the Ksubasa, the Tiftasatsma. Let's say he says, listen, I'm going to redeem her. They want 50,000 to get her out. The Ksuba is only about 200, right? <laughs> here's the Ksuba, and I'm divorcing you. Work it out yourself. 
right? And she herself, ain't of she's not allowed to do that. We'll explain in a minute why. I mean, obviously she's not in a good condition, but what's the what's the um, legal reason why? The legal reason why is because in return for uh, for being po to her, he's entitled to her eat her nichsem malug. Well, you know, she, he's he's been eating her nichsem malug. He's never redeemed her. He has an obligation to redeem her because he's been eating her nichsem malug. Let's say though the next case, Luxa. Let's say she got sick. Chayav lefrosi. He has to he has to heal her, pay for her medical bills. That's part of food. Just like he has to feed her. He's a food. Omar Regita Uksubasa. Let's say he says, okay, here's your get, here's your ksuba, tear press atzma, let her heal herself. We're sure he's allowed to do that. Why? Because here he's been, that's part of the food. What is the food? The food is connected. Why does she why does he have to feed her? Because he gets her paycheck. We discussed that before. Remember, food is regular, paycheck is regular. So the rabbi said, you can keep her paycheck, but you have to feed her. Okay. Well, he's been feeding her until now. He's been taking her paycheck and feeding her until now. Now that she's sick in bed, there's no longer a paycheck. But uh, but he is so he could say, look, there's no more paycheck, and I'm not going to feed you anymore. The healing is part of it. Rufua is part is part of it. So the Mafarshim deal with several things over here. But first of all, Tosa says in explaining this, Tosa says that look, the the Rufua is part of the Mazonos, right? Giving her medicine as part of food. can I get she already got food until now for the, her paycheck. Now there's no more paycheck. He says, listen, there's no more paycheck coming in. I don't want to feed you anymore. I'm going to divorce you. Take your exhibit and work it out yourself. But he can't say, listen, take your get and get your, uh, and, and redeem you if she was taking the captivity because she never got, until now she's been giving him payrolls from her nixemulug and he didn't give her anything for that. He owes her the obligation to redeem her. So of course the Ramam says that even though he's allowed to, if she's sick, he's allowed to say, okay, I'm divorcing you, here's your ksuba, heal yourself, pay your own doctor bills, get your own Blue Cross medical, whatever they call it, take care of it yourself, your own um, uh, kupat, uh, kupat uh, refua, whatever. Um, he's allowed to, however, the, however, Ramam says, that's not their inheritance. You don't leave a sick wife and give her her get and say, uh, you know, and say, you know, you're on your own. Not only that, the rabbit says a bigger thing. He says, by a... Um, um, by Asian Sifas Torah, it says, Vishil Achta, right? Send her home, right? If she has, she waffles me. So if she wants her, send her home. You send her home if she can walk, if she can go home. But if somebody's in bed, if she's sick in bed, you're not allowed to. Malach by a Shiksi, you can't do that, certainly by a Jewish girl. So it says, even though this case is only if she's not that sick, she just needs some medical bills, fine. Then you're, then you're allowed to, even though it's frowned upon, the rabbis frowned upon doing that. Uh, but if she's uh, laid up in bed and can't move, can't get out of bed, then you're not allowed to. So here's the issue about if she's, certainly if she's taken into captivity, the mission says clearly, you can't say, here's your get, here's your ksuba, and you're on your own, redeem yourself. He has an obligation to redeem her no matter what the cost is, as long as he can do it. Who does our mission go like? There's a famous machlok between a mayor and Rabbi Huda. Is she allowed to be mochel her ksuba? And she, she says, you know, she says, uh, <coughs> you don't have to pay me. I'm so happy to mar- get married. You don't have to pay me the ksuba. Is she allowed to do that? So the Haram Mishnah says, money, Rabbi goes a command to Omar. If you try to give her less than what's due her, but, but based on what the rabbi said, 200 or 100, raise the bill, so it's just like prostitution. 
you're not allowed to bear she's not allowed to be mochel rashi says calls man that loyocha lomala um uh, uh, rather uh, you know it calls man she's that she still married him but oh the tafta rashi said we're mayor she can't be mochel now let's say he divorces her and he gives her, he says, okay, you are the 200. And she says, well, I know you need the money. You can keep the money. Of course, you can always give money back. The Torah doesn't, uh, the rabbis aren't going to say, you know, I want to give somebody money and they want to take money. Uh, they accept it. Of course, you can get it back. But while they're married, the rabbi said, according to her mayor, you can't, she can't be moko. That $200 or the $100 for a bula is an obligation. You can't be moko. You have to, that has to be right. Right, right, but she, but she could say, yeah, but, but while they're married, after they're married, you know, when they get divorced, they feel differently than when they're, when they're married. But the point is that while they're married, she can't, she can't uh, be mochalet, according to her mayor. So her mayor says, if you try, if there's, a, if there's less of an obligation, because she was mochal half of it or a third of it or whatever, uh, no good. He can write to Psula, he is a star of Messiah, because she could say, I'm giving you a receipt for half. Even if she didn't get the money, she could be mochal it effectively by saying, okay, I'll consider as if I already got half of it. Rabbi Yudha says, you could do that. You could do that. In other words, if, if she's entitled to 200, Rabbi Yudha says, you know what? He can give her the ksuba for 200. And she could say, uh, I already got half. Thank you. I got 100 already. Or if it's an almana uh, and she wants to get 100, he can, she can give him a receipt and say, it's as if I gave you uh, 50. Uh, I, it's if I already got 50. You could do that. In other words, you could be, she, she could remain in a married state with an obligation of less than the 200 slash 100, according to her view, according to her mayor or not. Now, our Mishnah says, no, everything is said, even if he didn't write it, she has an obligation for 200 and 100. That's what our Mishnah says. If he didn't, you have to have all the chasm or, or all, all his assets or mishuba to that. Mash from the Mishnah that if you don't have a standing at all time for 200 or 100, you don't have to be married. You don't have to be married without a ksuba. You have to have a ksuba, an obligation. It always has to be there in effect while they're married, according to a mayor. After they're married, when the marriage is over, if she wants to give them the money back, she could do whatever she wants with the money. She could donate it to the Salvation Army. She could do whatever she wants. But while they're married, you can't be without That's what makes it. So Haram Mishnah goes like her mayor. Because Buddha says you could be mocha half of it, even while they're married. Uh, <clears throat> aim a safer. That's the ratio of the Mishnah. But look at the safer. The safer says, she gives him a fee. He, he, he obligates a field that's worth only 100 uh, for, for the ksub of 200. Or he didn't write, all my assets are, are, are security for this ksub. If he still has to do it, you tonight, Besant. It's a tonight, Besant. You have to write that in the ksub. Right? There's a famous machlokas. Any of a star, you write an IOU and you didn't guarantee it with a mortgage, mortgage some property to it. Is that a mistake? Is that a mistake? It's what we call toes. So for he made a mistake, but it's really it's as if it's in there. It's just a mistake. It's like you don't you don't uh, if there's a mistake in the typing, you don't uh, you know, you don't say there's no obligation. The obligation is there. It's a, it's a mistake. So that goes like a Yehuda because it says even if you didn't write all my assets or it to you, it's as if it's written in there. Why? Because if it was left out, it was a mistake of the scribe. It should have been written in there. Right, no, so that's what the Misha says. Yeah, it, there has to be collateral there. He has to write in the Ksuba that all my assets are, are act as a security for you. If you didn't write it in there, it's a mistake. It's, gotta, it's as if it's written in there. 
So the Chorot that goes to computer that says Achrayis is a mistake. It's if, if you left it out, if you left out the guarantee, the mortgage in, the, in an IOU, it's a mistake. The Rameir, Rameir says Achrayis Latov Sofer, you can write a star, not have, not, have a, not have any collateral in there in a, in, a, in, a, in a written IOU. Obviously, an oral IOU doesn't have anything in there, but if it's written, it's, it's a mistake. And, and whether we're talking about a ksuba or a regular ayu, it's not, and we see this machlokus here. Let's say, here's the case. You find a IOU, a shtachov, in it, and it's written that the malva says, that what is, what's written in the, in, the, in, the, uh, in the IOU, says that the malva says that, uh, you know, the loba says, I owe the malva, the loba says, I owe the malva $1,000, right? Now you find it in the street. What do you do with it? Right. If it's written in there that the loba says, I owe you a thousand dollars, I'm going to guarantee it. I'm, I'm mortgaging my house to that. in there. What do you do with the shtana? Who do you return it to? Who do you return it to? If if the malva dropped it, right? You find the street. Who, who do you return to? The malva to collect it. She may, maybe it was paid. If it was paid, the malva gave it to the loba. The loba dropped it. Should have torn it up, but he didn't, right? Let's say you know he wanted to keep it as a receipt. This is what I show you that I paid it. So who do you return it to? The malva, the loba. You don't know who to return it to. If you return it to the malva, maybe the loba paid already. If you return it to the loba, right? That means that it's paid. Maybe maybe he didn't pay it yet, and he shouldn't return it. So what do you do? So it says you shouldn't return it. You shouldn't return it. Because bezin will exact payment based on that. Rashi explains you shouldn't return it to anybody. Even if the lova says I paid it, the lo- or the lova says I owe the money, let's say the lova says I owe the money. If the lova says I owe the money, what's the harm in returning it to the malva, right? Because I, I still owe the money. I haven't paid it yet. Why? We're afraid that he really paid it to him. And now the lova has property that he sold to Yankel, and now they made a kanunya between them. They made a conspiracy between the malva and the lova. They said, listen. I pay you already, but let's pretend that I didn't pay you. You have an IOU. I can't pay you, so you can go and take that property, and we'll split the uh, we'll split what it's worth. You might some stick there. So if there's a chrys written in the star, and they can go re- meaning his field was put as collateral mortgage, and now somebody else has that property because the loba sold to him legitimately, and now they want to make a stick and go back and take it from the lo- from the locaire, from the guy who bought it illegitimately. So we're afraid of that because we say, when you find it, don't return it. Don't return it to Malva or the Loba because we don't know what to do. Hold it, give it to the court, don't return it. Let's say, though, there is no collateral written in there. And if the Loba's moda that he, that he, that if Loba says, I didn't, I haven't paid it yet, then you can give it to the Malva. You can return it to Malva. Bezin can't collect with it anyway. They're not going to go after a Lokech. You don't have to worry about some Knunya that the Malva and the Loba. Even the loba paid it back already. They're going to try to collect from a lokeach of the of the loba. You don't have to worry about that. Because mayor says, even though there's but there's no achrayis in there. If you say if you say that every star that's written, every IOU, there's always collateral in there. And if it wasn't, it's as if it's written in there. So you wouldn't be able to return it either way. And Rabbi mayor says you're allowed to. If there's no achrayis, if there's no mortgage in the in the uh, star, you're allowed to return a chain. Best Bezin can't collect with it anyway from Lokeh, never at Mayor. The Chomomim, the Chomomim here is Rabbi Yudah. Rashi points out that the Chom is, is Rabbi Yudah because the argument, we always find the Machot's remain Rabbi Yudah because that, he was in his generation. Rabbi and Rabbi Yudah were in the same generation. So whenever you find 
that Rameir says one thing and the Chacham says something else, that's Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Chacham, shouldn't return either way. Even if, it, even if in the IOU it doesn't say, my field is mortgaged to you, this, these and these fields are mortgaged to you, it's as if it's written in there. So therefore, what do you see? The first part of the Mishnah goes like Rameir. Which part of the first Mishnah? That says you must always have an outstanding subah for 200, 100, and you can't be right. You always have to have that. Even if you didn't write it in there, it's as if it's in there. It's a time doesn't, even if you didn't write the, the subah. That goes like who? Like Rameir. It says you always have to have one. You can't be mocha half of it while they're married. And the safer goes like a beauty who says that Achrayas is a toe sofer. Because it says if you didn't write in there that all my fields are obligated to you, it's as if it's written in there anyway. So what are you going to say? Reish or mayor or safer of Maybe I'll tell you what the whole thing is like a mayor. The whole thing is like a mayor. Like the first part of a mayor says that you can't uh, be without a full suba at all times while they're married, but 200 or 100. Oh, right. I'll tell you what it is. Even though a mayor says that a chrais is not a toe sofer, and if you left it out, you know, if you left out a chrais, uh, it's meant to be left out. It's not a mistake. Maybe when it comes to Ksuba, it's different. Maybe like Ksuba, he holds that it is. A, it is yes, normally an IOU, there it's a toe sofa. An IOU, if you write an IOU, write it down. You always put a mortgage in there. Otherwise, what is it worth? I owe you the money. If, if, it, if, you, if there's nothing guaranteeing it, it's like an oral uh, uh, an, an oral IOU. There's nothing writing. It doesn't worth anything. That's by a regular IOU, right? But by a star, so Shaila Mayor Bank Ksuba star. Regular IOU, he says, fine. If it's written in there, fine. If it's not written there, not. But over here by Ksuba, if it, it has to be in there because the rabbis were talking that. Umishanali, does it make such difference? you learn There are five who can only collect from Mechorah means free assets. It's not, not land or, or, or uh, like real estate that's that's mortgage. Who are the five? Let's say a man stole a field. A Goslin stole a field from somebody and he sold it to somebody else, to a Lokech. And the Lokech worked the field. He fertilized it, he plowed it, he, he had fruits, he, he grew fruits. Now, later on, the guy who lost the field, who was stolen, the Nigzal, the person who the field was stolen from, come and takes his field. When he takes his field, he takes the field as is, with the fruits and with the fertilizer and with the, everything that was plowed up. So what is he going to do now? What is he going to do now, this guy who bought it? And lost all that money. He bought it from the Gazan. He's going to go after the person that he bought it from, right? He's going to the the the, the Nigzal is going to take all the fruits, but the guy who bought it is going to go after the Gazan who he bought it from. Not that he's going to go after the Gazan and demand the payment for the fruits and for this, uh, the fertilizer, all the investment that he made in the field. That he can only collect from the Chasam because we don't know how much it is. The Lokeach can't protect himself. He doesn't know how much it's going to be. So therefore, you know, we don't know it's an exact amount. So you can only collect from the chosm and echorim. So that's that's peiros and shvach peiros. Let's say a man gets married, and the wife already has children. He's not mechuyiv to to support them, not his children. But let's say he was mechuyiv himself, he will support her children, as we learned before. You're not even required to support your own children from the age of six until twelve, right? Uh, until the age of six till twelve. But under six, let's say you do are. But let's say it's somebody else's children. It's his wife's children. That's also because it's not a clear amount how much that's going to be. The get chov. Get chov means any. Get chov doesn't mean a get isha. Get chov Rashi points out here. Kol shtaros nikron get. A star is a get. Even though get usually refers to a gerushin. A star gerushin. 
12 lines, Gimel Tess is Gematria 12 and all that. But a get means a get means a star. So get chov is an IOU. Get chov she'en ba'achrayas. If it doesn't have achrayas, okay, meaning there's no collateral written in there, there's no guarantee in there, no no field is mortgaged in there. Uksubish isha she'en ba'achrayas and uksubish that has no achrayas. Ah, all these things can only collect from cash, from <coughs> movable property. Mancham said machrayas laftosov. Who's the one who says lachrayas laftosover? Because he says get chov she'en ba'achrayas. According to Rabbi Yehuda. It, there's no such thing as a get chov she'ebachrayis. If it's missing, it's a mistake. It's got it's as if it's written in there. Who's who's the one who says achrayis is not a tosof? That's her mayor, and he says tani k'subis isha. He says isha also ebachrayis. So you can't say that her mayor, the whole mission goes like her mayor, <coughs> and he's motivated by k'subis isha that it is a tosofer. So what are we going to do with this mission? The first part goes to the second part goes to the beauty. So ebay same rameir, ebay same rameir. It can come out. The whole mission can come out either like rameir or like a beauty. Ebay same rameir. It can go like a Buddha who holds it what? Achrayis is a tosofer. And therefore, the end of the Mishnah works out well. The Mishnah says, if you didn't put in that all your assets are obligated to this ksuba, it's as if it's written in there because it's a mistake. What about the first part of the Mishnah? Says, you must always have an outstanding ksuba of 201 and you can't be mochel. No, that's only if you didn't say anything. The whole Mishnah go like a mayor, right? In our Mishnah, you're supposed to have a, a, a if, if you didn't write in the Ksuba, I'm giving, if you didn't give her a Ksuba that says 200 or 100, he has to give it to her anyway. It says, my best. That's only if she wasn't Mocha. But if Rabbi says, if she says, okay, it's as if I, I'm Mocha, it's as if I already got half of it, I'm giving you a receipt as if I got half of it, and you could. The Mishnah's figured out where she wasn't Mocha. Again, the whole Mishnah, you're awesome, Kaswa. Over there, you're t- where does he say, if she was Mocha, she says, okay, I, I'm giving you a receipt. It's as if I already got half of it. Then, then that's okay. And our mission speaking, or he didn't, she didn't write such a receipt. He didn't, she didn't write him such a She didn't write him such a receipt. She didn't write him such a receipt. Even if he didn't write her exhibits, as if there is a exhibit of 200. And the first part of the mission works well because you always have to have an outstanding, uh, you always have to have an outstanding exhibit of 200. My chay of the tani menam chororin, but the mission says uh, if he if he didn't write all the assets, all my assets are meshuvah to you. Rameir says if he didn't write in the exhibit, it's not a toast, so you can leave that out. Chayev, chayev, chayev doesn't mean that you have to pay from the chosim shabbatim. It could just mean chayev that he has to pay. Low cost of he didn't write or all my assets are meshuvah to your exhibit. Chayev shoot to my best, but chayev does not mean from shabbatim. Doesn't mean that all my doesn't mean you can actually collect from all his assets. It means you have to pay if you have cash. If you have cash from a top one, uh, then then you have to pay. So uh, if it was left out, achrayis is not a toast sofer. And if you left it out of the ksuba that all my assets are meshuba to you, you still have to pay. It doesn't mean you have to pay from all the assets. It just means you have to pay from the chasam So the mission command either like a mayor or like a beuda. Okay, now we talked, we said in the Mishnah that if a woman is taken into captivity, he has, he's mechuyuf to, to redeem her. That's part of what's written in the Ksuba. Even if he didn't write that in the Ksuba, even if he didn't write, um, look, if he didn't write in the Ksuba that I'm going to, if you're taken into captivity by the Goyim, I'm going to redeem you and take you back for a wife. And if he's a Kohen, I'm going to redeem you and take you back, to, you know, send you back to your family because he can't take her back as a wife. He's still chayef to do so. So, um, the father of Shmuel said as follows, a Jewish woman who was married, who was raped 
Asura uh, Labala. She can't go back to her husband. She was raped. She was taken captivity. And we're not talking about captivity. She was just raped. Can she marry? Can she stay with her husband? A Jewish woman, Aishas Yisrael, right? She's supposed to Aishas Yisrael. She says, you can't. You can't marry. You can't go back to Bala. And we don't pass him like Abu Shmuel, but he says our concern is she shouldn't go back to us. Our concern is even though initially she, the beginning of the rape she was raped, it was she was forced. But we're afraid that at the end of the rape she was pleased. In other words, she did the end of the rape she acquiesced and she was she she agreed to the rape at the end. At the beginning it was a rape, at the end it was with consent. And we're afraid if she did it with consent, then she can't marry. She can't go back to her husband. That's what Abu Shmuel says. Eispe Rabla Abu Shmuel. So Rabbi asked Abu Shmuel, "What do you mean our own Mishnah says? Mishnah says, 'Im tish boy, if you're taken into captivity, Afrikim, I will redeem you. But I'm going to return you for a wife. So what do you mean you're allowed to take her back? You're not worried that maybe she consented to it. We're not getting into the issue that Tosas talks back back in that Dalat about if it's a if it's a goy, and we're talking here about a, a, a Jewish a, a rape by a Jewish man. But in, in any case, uh, that's the kash that he asked for our Mishnah. He says you could take her back." Ishtik, Avur Shmuel didn't answer him. Kari Rav led of Shmuel, so he said, I quote this passage, Sarum Osrum Milam, the officers of the princes stopped talking. The Kafi Sunfim, they put their hand over their mouth, and that's why didn't he answer? Maya Slimim, what could he have answered? Bishvu Yukila, very simple. Even Avur Shmuel says that if a woman was raped, we're concerned that maybe she consented at the end of the Bia, she consented to it. That's when you know she was raped. But over here, we don't know if she was raped. We assume she was raped. We assume she was. Violated because she was taken into captivity by the Goyim. They were Mako because we don't know for sure that what happened. We don't know for sure what happened, right? Um, we don't see that she was Nivella. Abu Rishmu is talking about where she was definitely raped. He says, a woman that was raped, woman that was raped, shouldn't go back to her husband because we're, we're concerned that maybe she consented to it. Well, Abu according to Shmuel's father, who says that if a girl is raped, even a Jewish girl is raped, she can't go back to her husband. Right? You can't do it. Girl was raped. Uh, she's nothing should be done to her, even if she was a, it was a betrothed woman. Uh, she, she was raped. What do you want to do? So how does it, what's the pasuk speaking about? Abu Shmuel says if she was raped, you're concerned maybe she consented to the end. She screamed from beginning to end. And I was even at the end of the video, she was screaming the whole time. See, that, that's what the Puss is speaking about. When she was, even at the end, she was screaming, rape, rape, rape. She clearly didn't consent. Only in that case can she go back to her husband. This, that Abu Shmuel says, which is quite a stringent uh, deal, Pliga the Rav, this disagrees with Rav Damarava, if she was raped initially, if at the end, in other words, once she was raped, once she was starting to be raped, even at the end, if she gave up, so to speak, and she consented, I feel he amers, even if she's so, even if she's so far gone, I feel even if she says, let him go, let him be already. Don't, don't, you know, she's in the middle of being raped and she says, let him be. Even if he wouldn't be raping me, I would have hired him to do so. No, she's so wiped out by the rape. She's so, uh, uh, what you might call that shamed and 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 uh, confused, etc. That she says, "Let him be already. I would have paid him anyway to do it." Mutera, she's allowed to. My timer, Yetzer al Her her passion got a hold of it, so to speak. He dressed her in passion, and once that once he started raping her, she was consumed. He he, he uh, you know he plunged her into a uh, 
to an uncontrollable passion and it's not her fault once she was raped. In other words, you don't say, oh, she probably enjoyed it. You know, you don't say that kind of a thing. She was raped, raped is rape. Tanik Basarabha proved to what Rabba says. Pasik says in the Parsh of Sota. Parsh of Sota talks about a woman who was committed adultery. It says, the he alone is Pasa, that her extra word, he is extra. She wasn't grabbed, she wasn't raped. So in that case, if she wasn't raped, then she's a Sota and she's a Sura. If she was raped, Muteris. This one, it depends on if she was raped or not. If she wasn't raped, she's a Sota and she's also. If she was raped, then she's Mutter. This one, but there's another one, even though she wasn't raped, she's still Muteris. If at the beginning she was raped, even at the end she consented, it's okay, let him go, let him go, let him, let him finish. Let him finish his, his despicable act. Let him finish. I don't mind. She consents to it? No. That's still considered a rape. You don't say that she, you know, she wanted it at the end. You don't say it. That's what Rabbi says, and the Bryce says that too. Time another Bryce, the more famous Bryce that we have in Sota, if she wasn't grabbed, meaning she did it willingly, then she's also her husband. But if she was raped, she's her husband. Because he, this one, but there's another girl, even though she was raped, she's also, who's that? As we've learned many times, right? A, a wife of a Kohen who's raped, she still can't go back to her husband. There's another drush also. This one wasn't raped, she wasn't raped, then she's a sur, that's a sota. But if she was raped, she's mutter. There's another one. Even though she wasn't raped, Muteris, not the drush that we had before. If he was Muteris, before you talked about a girl who at the beginning was raped, but at the end she consented, that's still considered a rape. There's another one that even though she wasn't raped, she's Muteris to her husband, even though she committed adultery, listen to this. A man says, I'm marrying you on the condition that you pay me a thousand dollars. Okay, they're married for a while. Time goes by, she didn't, she never paid him the thousand dollars. Are they married? No, not a kedushin, right? Not kedusha. Pishlon is pasim muteris. But aizuzu she kedusha kedusha tos. The kedushin was a mistake. Shafilu benam murk of alkseva. Even though even if her son is on her shoulders, meaning she has a child with the guy, but meenes falch says she can go away. Now the truth is over here. This is not so simple because we had, we had a call before that even if uh, uh, if there was a, if the kedushin was based on a a condition. But if they went to the chuppah, probably she was mocho, the the uh, the condition. So here you could say that uh, they slept together while there was condition. They never had a chuppah yet, whatever. You can, you can, that's the drush over here. In other words, that if a woman got married on the condition, the condition was never fulfilled. But she had a child with this guy, right? She was married. She had she she had beer with this guy, and she committed adultery. She committed adultery. The adultery is not adultery. She can go back to us. Why? Because she was considered pure. She was never married. If the condition was ever filled, she was never married. So she was never married to the first guy. She committed, if you, you cannot commit adultery if you're not if you're not married. married. So she wasn't really married. So even if she has a child with the with the first husband, not married to him, that's another exception to the rule. Amravira, Hani Nashi the Gandhi, women who've been kidnapped by him, they're allowed to go back to their to their husbands if they're if they are Aishis uh, Israel, they're allowed to go back. Right, they're allowed to because again they're considered like uh, taken into captivity. They're allowed to go back to us like we saw in our mission. That if you were taken into captivity, I'm going to redeem you and take you back for a wife. I'm 
When they're taken in by these kidnappers, when they're taken into captivity, you see sometimes that they uh, they help out. They 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 cook for the uh, kidnappers. They give them food. They give them bread. That's machmasir. They're afraid. When the kidnappers are attacked by other bad guys, and there's always wars going on in the world, right? Uh, they even uh, supply the arrows. They help them fight back these these girls who were taken captivity. Again, machmasira. But vaday shef Vaday, if the kidnappers let them go, and they still go back on their own, shef the kidnappers okay, you can go home. We had enough of you. and they still go back to the kidnappers on their own. Then vaday asirim because then they are considered committing adultery, consensual committed adultery, and they can't go back to their husbands. Tanrabanam. Again, you could assume that the kidnappers here are. Or, or Jews, or if you say the goyim and, and, and a rape by goyim also forbids them for the, for the husband, which is pretty much the halacha. For example, we had cases where the wife of a goyim was raped by some goy. Again, she can't go back to her husband. You don't say that, uh, you know, that uh, karka olam and all the excuses we had before, that it's not considered, uh, that the goyim are not considered to be human. They are considered, and therefore it's also for the uh, for the goyim's uh, wife to take her back. The, the goyim take his wife back. Tanrabana. What happens if the, the king, many times the king would, would uh, kidnap women and have the, you know, for the king to have his, have a good time with them. Um, they are like captive girls and they can go back to their husbands. Gunuve listos, but if they're taken by kidnappers, by robbers, they're not like shfuyin, meaning that means they can go back to their husband. means that they're not like, we assume that it was consensual. And uh, they wanted to be with those people and they're forbidden their husbands. I, Vatanya, if we learn the other way around, that if they were by kidnappers, you know, they, they probably wanted to, they, they, it wasn't consensual. If it's by a king, then it was consensual. So what's going on? So in one case, we say that, the first we say that if they were taken by the king, then it was against their will. If they're taken by the listim, then it's, uh, they, were cons- they consented and therefore they can't go back to the husband. But in the second case, the Bryce, the other says that if they're taken by the Malchus, then what? Tanyif, if they're taken by the Malchus, they're not like Shvuyin, and they're forbidden. Malchus or Malchus Lokasha. So he said, I'll tell you, Malchus, Malchus Lokasha, come Malchus, or Malchus Achashverosh, or Malchus Ben Netzah. If they were taken by Achashverosh, Achashverosh was a super strong king, and they knew the girls who were taken in captivity by them knew that they're never, the king's never going to take them for a wife. They only have one, uh, you know, Esther or Malka. Most of them are not going to be taken. They had a king like Achashverosh, doesn't mean Dafka Achashverosh, it means somebody like Achashverosh is a powerful king, it's not going to keep them as a wife. So they don't do it willingly. They, they, you can't think, well, maybe I'll be the queen, you know, not so bad. No, they know they're not going to be the queen. So it was against their will, and they can go back to their husbands. Malchus Ben Netzer, Ben Netzer wasn't such a king. He was just a, a little Schmendrick who, you know, he took over some cities, etc., and became like he called himself a king. Then they say, oh, maybe I'll be, I'll be the wife of the king. And maybe, maybe I, maybe I will. There, therefore, they might have been consensual, and therefore, they can't go back to their husbands. List, so, list is Lokasha. So, in the first case, we said, list them, they, they're not Shvuyim, in their ulcer. And the second case, uh, other lists, as we said, that they are not ulcer. Alba Ben Netzar, Alba List to Alma. If they were Ben Netzar, right? Ben Netzar, who was before we called him a king, now we're calling him like a listim. More we'll ask about that in a second. If it's Ben Netzar again, that kind of a kidnapper, maybe they will become his wife, and they're somewhat Choshev, and maybe they do it willingly. So if we say that list them, they're also to go back to their husband. But listen, Alma Stam list them, some ruffians, or, you know, cowboys, whatever, who raped them, uh, who took them into captivity, they wouldn't want to be their wives, and it was definitely against their will. So the Gemara says, who Ben Nets are Hosan Karli Melech Malchakari list them. 
Is he a melech? And he can't listen. In either case, we say with Ben Netzar, we're afraid that maybe they did it willingly because they say, oh, I could be a king like this. I, could, I might be able to be his wife. Compared to Hashverish, is considered a robber. Compared to listen to Alma, compared to regular listen, Melechu. In other words, he's there are different classes of people. There's great kings and there's smaller kings. Okay, now we said in the Mishnah that if the man is married to a if a man's a coin and he has a wife, he has to write in the Ksuba that if you're taken into captivity, what am I going to do? I'm going to redeem you. And he has no choice. He can't divorce her and, and, and relieve his obligation that way because. Again, like Tosa said, in return for redeeming her, he gets her next time look. He got her next look. He never redeemed her. He has an obligation to redeem her. You can't say, well, it's not like the paycheck with the refuah. They say, well, listen, I took your paycheck and I gave you food. I'm not getting your paycheck anymore. You're laid up. You're sick. So I'm not going to give you food or healing anymore. No, you have to redeem her. But when it's a wife of a coin, he can't say, what, I'm going to redeem you and take you back as a wife. But he can say, I'm going to redeem you and take you back, bring you back to the country, bring you back to your family. What about if a coin girl marries an almana? Coin girl marries a regular girl. He says, okay, I married you. Of course, you were taken to captivity. I'll redeem you, even though I can't take you back as a wife. A coin girl marries an almana. Is he allowed to? No. Coin girl cannot marry an almana. However, the Gemara is going to say later on, we're going to have it later on next paragraph that he still has to give her a ksuba. Yeah, he does. Why? Because the ksuba is to leave. Get, he gives her the ksuba. She takes the money and, and leaves. He's, we encourage them to leave, right? If a coin marries a grusha, a coin girl marries an almana. We encourage them to leave the marriage, right? So there, the, the regular ksuba, he's entitled to, she's entitled to take the money and leave. She wants that money to get out. But things that would that would keep them together, like food and sustenance, maintenance, like that, that we don't we don't uh, we don't uh, allow that. That's not part of the ksuba. Some rabbi, amalukain gadol, does he have to redeem her? Chayav rafdosa shani karba, because I could fill the words of a kanas of nechamidosa, because he said, listen. I, if you're taken into captivity, I'm going to redeem you. Redeem you, and what are you going to do? What are you going to do when I redeem you? Send you home to your parents because you can't stay with me. So he says, a coin got who marries an almana, even though he's not allowed to marry an almana. Yes, it's only a, it's an alav and a say, and, and it's not the isrkares. You have to give if a coin today marries a grusha, which happens sometimes. A coin marries a grusha. Is it a marriage? It's usher, but of course it's a marriage. You have to give her a get. Same thing. A coin got marries an almana. So what about the ksuba? So by coin gadol almana, Aksubi gives her. Rashi explains. It's not in this parak. Later on, not in the next parak. Okay, I made a mistake. It's later on at the end of the sefer. Yesh Aksuba, utnai Aksuba lemishkal meipakoi, because it's a tanai which is to take the money and run. In other words, that money he's obligated to give her the money and get out. Of a tanai Aksuba lemakin kamei, tanai Aksuba which would which would encourage him to stay together. For example, giving her food and giving her fuah. That we say no, she's not entitled to. So we hear Abaya says, you know what? What about the Tanaik Suba of redeeming her? Yeah, because the redeeming works, right? Because what is a rede- what does a coin's redeeming mean? What does a coin write in the Ksuba? I'm going to redeem you and send you back to your parents, right? Because you can't take on. That fills in. So Abai says, you know what? So if a coin girl marries an Amana, you know, he shouldn't, and he's obligated to divorce her. But if she was taken into captivity, meanwhile, he has to redeem her because he can fill those words. What about a different case? Mamzeros and a ceiling throw. What about a different law? Yisrael marries a Mamzeros. Or in a scene, somebody's not allowed to marry. Does he have to redeem her? Obviously, she's entitled to the ksuba again because it's a marriage. He has to give her, even though she has a ksuba, and the ksuba is to take and go. But he doesn't have to get any of dosa. He doesn't have to redeem her. Why? Because what does Yisrael write in his ksuba about redeeming her? If you're taken into captivity, I'll redeem you and take you back. But he can't take her back. He's not allowed to take her back. 
He's not like, those are bad words. I'm going to take you back for life. You shouldn't take her back for life. So Abai says, Abai Kohen, Garotamana, where what is a coin what right in this in the Ksuba? If you're taking Kiptiti, I'll redeem you and send you home to your parents that he could do. So Kohen Gadol has to redeem his wife from captivity, even though he's not supposed to marry her. But uh, Yisrael marries Ramzeras, doesn't have to redeem her because that, that part of it doesn't apply. Yes, he would suba, he has to give her the $200 and divorce her, but he doesn't have to redeem her. Rabbi disagrees. Rabbi says in both cases, you don't have to. Rabbi says, Koshi is a Shvuya Garmla. No, he agrees in the second case, Ramzeras Yisrael, that he doesn't have to redeem her. But in the case of Kohen Gadol, money says no. If if she's also because of the, she was taken to Garmla, Chayav Lefdosa. Even my coin marries a girl and he says, if you're taking activity, I'm going to redeem you and send you home, right? Why, why is he going to send her home and not take her back? Because she was taken into captivity. So if the reason why she's, he's also marrying her, sends her home to her parents is because, because of the, she, she was taken into captivity, then he's asked to redeem her. Then he has to redeem her. But if the reason he can't take her into captivity, the reason he can't take her back is for a different Israel, because he's a coin girl and she's not a mana. Presumably the same thing with the coin and a grusha. Isra the Brachagarmla and a Khadas, he hasn't redeemed at all. That's so Rav and Abai have this disagreement. Tomorrow's Mar goes into this discussion about, well, uh, is this the same as a machlokis of Ayam Rav is the same as the Fang Machlokas Tanan? Now tomorrow's daf is on the podcast, and you have to learn tomorrow's very important. We've discussed this about the Ksibas bin Indichran that encourages the father in law to give money, that the boys are entitled, only the boys, not the girls. But the girls are entitled to get maintenance and sustenance until they get married or until they're turned girls. That's really the, the source of tomorrow's daf. You have to learn tomorrow's daf. And last time around, seven and a half years ago, we got to on um, we, only, we 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 got to seven lines from the bottom of tomorrow's daf on Ahmed Bay's. So we'll pick it up from there on Sunday. Seven lines from the bottom. It's in the middle of this discussion about some has been different. So make sure you understand that. And on Sunday we'll pick it up. Seven lines from the bottom of Nun Bay's Ahmed Bay's. On Sunday morning, Mr. Shem. Shabbat Shalom, Lakulam. Have a good Shabbat. Shabbat Shalom, have a good Shabbat. We box through.